Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the You've Got Mail podcast. My name is Bella and I'm your host, currently sat in potentially the warmest room in the entire house, which was not a good live choice, but we move. It's currently 25 degrees here, which for Scarborough is not something I think it's ever reached before. Like yesterday, I actually went swimming in the sea in a bikini and that was at the end of the day at sunset. Like that actually, actually happened. It felt like I was on holiday. It was not like, if you knew Scarborough, this is shocking. This is really, really shocking. But it also means it's super, super busy here, filled with tourists. So that makes it very fun to be everywhere. But today's episode is nothing about warm weather, climate change, nothing at all about that. It's actually about graduation. But I think this episode will be relevant whether you've graduated university, just finished your GCSEs, just finished your A-levels, or even if it's nothing to do with education. This episode is really about not knowing what you're going to do next, really. I think it's going to be focusing around what type, what's, what are you going to do when you finish something so big and you've been working towards something for so long? I think you're kind of left in this grey area afterwards. And that's what today's episode is going to be about. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you have any feedback, please let me know. So I think we should just jump right into it. So about me. I have just graduated university. I went to university at the University of Leeds, which is in Leeds. (laughs) And I graduated in medical microbiology, which I really, really enjoyed. It was very interesting. But obviously, I went to university throughout a pandemic. So I only had one and three months actually at university. Then I moved home last January. And I went back for the first semester of year three, so September to December, and then lockdown all happened again. So then I moved back home, which has meant the social aspect of university, I feel like, has been severely affected. And so has the education, but less so. I feel like that's just meant a lot more working on your own and a lot more individual working, but you've still been able to study the same things you would have been studying. So it's kind of more normal, but it hasn't been normal at all. But now I've finished university and I graduated maybe a month ago. That's when everything kind of ended. And I've really, really quickly found myself and a lot of people around me asking me what the next step is. And as I said earlier, it feels like I just finished this massively important thing that I put so much time and effort and life into really. And already everything's jumping onto the next thing but I don't know what the next thing is yet, which leaves you in this grey area of kind of wanting to have, because for three years and for A-levels and for degree, I always had this plan. I always knew what I was going to do. Like the next steps were kind of worked out for you because you know when you're in your A-levels and you're applying for university, that's another three years and you haven't even finished your A-levels yet. So you've got probably a four-year roadmap ahead of you. And then as soon as you finish university, and I hadn't pre-organised a job to go into or anything like that because I have no idea. So I found that I was left just floating and it's an uncomfortable experience to say the least. And I think it's scary because you don't want to, you get really comfortable. I know right now I'm very comfortable and it's scary trying to ex- like go for change and find new things that you want to do but obviously I want to do them but then equally I don't know if I want to do them because it'll look good on my CV or because I actually want to do them and I think it's something that I'm currently working through now of working out 
whether that's actually where my interests lie or whether that's something that I feel like I should be doing because for so long like when I was 14 I was doing volunteer work because I enjoyed it but I remember one thought was like oh I'll need this from my CV and now obviously that work is not on there at all and I feel like school really really drilled it into me to have stuff to make you like almost like you're a folder and you've got to have these sheets of paper in there so people look at you and think you're a well-rounded person it's so great and everything and I think that is important and I'm glad that I did everything that I did because on top of it I did want to do it as well I enjoyed it but I think that's been something that I've had to work out of you're also allowed to do things for you not everything has to be beneficial. And I think that's why I'm finding this next stage so hard because I'm torn between following what's logical, what makes sense, what I think I should do and actually what I want to do. Because I am like, I'm a summer baby, which means I'm always been the youngest in the year, which I feel like has made me feel like I'm always catching up to people. I've always like been sometimes a year younger than people in my entire year group but I'm currently in the same year as them and I found that tricky at points because you feel like you're just running after people running after people and I wonder if that's put this pressure on me that I'm sure a lot of you have felt as well that you have to you have to have these points on your CV in order for people to hire you where instead of thinking it more of just experiences for you because ultimately you are not your CV I think that's the thing I've come to realise. You are not your CV. When you die, people are not going to look at your CV, okay? That's not how they're going to choose to remember you. It's by the impact of what you have on the world and also the impact, the memories that you make and the things that you do like that. And that's what I'm currently in this grey area working through of what do I actually want to do right now? And I think this is an age-old issue, the following your head or following your heart. I think that's something that everyone will experience in their lifetime but I think it gets a lot more prevalent when you're older because you have to start thinking more logically I think when you're younger you're faced with decisions that you can really follow your heart if you want to and the logical decisions you have to make are less serious the decision making you have to do is less impactful but as you get older these decisions start to have bigger impacts and then you're really met with thinking what do you actually want to do or what has society told you that you should want to do? Or what is this pressure that you've put on yourself to do? In the sense of, do you want to follow a typical career progression? So for me, that would be, did my A-levels in sciences, went to university, got a degree in science, I could then go gain some experience, work in a graduate role, I then may do a master's, and then you'd enter the corporate world, and that would kind of not be it, but that would be the ladder that you'd follow. And I have just found it kind of overwhelming recently. I got myself into this situation where, so I finished university and I was met with this grey area and everyone around me had their next plan sorted. They were either doing masters, they'd got a job, they were traveling, they, they knew what they were doing for the next six months. And I was just here not really certain of what I wanted to do, thinking I wanted to gain some experience. And so I was there, I was applying for loads of jobs at different companies. And then I went through this interview process for one of the jobs and I was still unsure about the actual job, about what it was. So I was trying to find out more about it and they were a great company and I really found the recruitment process really good and I ended up getting the job. But I ended up declining it, which I think 
For a lot of people, that would have been the wrong decision to make because I'm a graduate, we're in a not a lot of jobs going at the moment, it's all very stressful. But I had to ask myself, like, why was I accepting the job? Because when I heard out more about it, the shift pattern didn't work for me, the location of the job didn't work for me, the pay didn't work for me. There was, it was nothing against the company itself, it was more about the technicalities of the job. And I realised that that... What quality of life was I actually going to have if I took that job? And I had to ask myself, like, am I taking this out of fear because I don't think another job's going to come along? Or am I taking this job because I'm so excited by this opportunity? And I realised I was taking it out of fear because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I was just jumping from ship to ship to ship. Like, jumping from one to another to another, kind of like leapfrog. I was just this little frog jumping across lily pads across the river of life. That's a good metaphor. should paint in that one. But that's what it felt like I was doing. And I wasn't giving myself this time to breathe, just have a moment. I think particularly the rat race of your 20s, of when everyone's at different stages in their life and you feel this pressure, it's so easy to think that you're in a race and you're in a competition without actually questioning what you actually want to do. Because when you pick your university career, your university degree, you're only 18. And when you picked your A-levels for your university degree, you were 16. And you will have changed a lot. Like 16-year-old me and 20-year-old me has changed so much. And now I'm kind of working out what I actually want to do. And that job wasn't it. And so I declined it which was scary because all of a sudden I could have had this concrete path. And I know when I was applying for it, I was quite excited about the fact that I was doing, I had a plan, I knew what I was going to do next. And I was excited about that prospect of not being in this grey zone anymore. But I declined it ultimately. And I think now I'm realising how important being in this grey zone actually is. Because I think it's so easy, society puts this pressure on you from jump like I said, like a leapfrog, you're jumping like a frog across the lily path and you keep going, you keep going, you're adding these points on your CV. It's like a a lot of pressure and it can get really overwhelming. And I think that has a time and a place. And there's definitely, I really like, like I like achieving things. I like having a purpose. I really enjoy, I don't like just sitting around. It's not for me. I can't really switch off like that. I like being kept busy. But I think it's important along with, keeping yourself busy to also have moments where you don't know what you want to do so you can explore what you want to do because I was thinking about it and you might have seen the TikTok that I made because if I went into that role now which was what I was planning on doing I could see the next 40 years of my life because I know once I know what I'm like I know as soon as I was on that career path or career ladder that I wouldn't get off it because I'd be achieving things and that's what kind of, I, I like doing that and I'd feel like I was progressing in life of this race and I just knew that if I was to do that now, I don't think I'd ever come out of it again. I don't think I'd ever come out of the corporate world and it scared me to be honest. It was quite like an overwhelming sudden realisation of the fact that you're applying for big jobs now and this is where like your proper career and life and everything's going to get started And I don't think I'm ready for that yet because I knew it also wasn't fair on the company because if I went to them not in the right headspace for the job, I wouldn't be able to put everything that I had into that job. And I wouldn't, 
I don't think I'd be very happy. Mentally, it wasn't the right decision either. So even though a lot of people would think it was a very silly decision, I know it was ultimately the right decision. And I think that's what I'd recommend taking away from what my experience with it were. Don't start applying to things because you think you have to. Don't start stress applying. I think I knew I was stressed because I was doing it like 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. Like I was doing this before bed. It was definitely a late night kind of panic type thing. But try and just take a break. And if you're also in an area where you're in a grey zone and you don't quite know what your next plan is going to be, I think try and enjoy that grey zone area whilst subtly exploring your other options. I think I've set a limit with, well, I'm trying to set a limit with myself and my boyfriend because I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore because I was getting obsessive. I was talking about it constantly, all the time, always on Indeed, just searching, 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 searching because I needed a resolution for what this was going to be like now. But if you carry on searching for your next thing, you're not actually present in what you're enjoying now. Like right now, I live in a beautiful place Um, I'm really lucky. All my friends are home. It's really lovely weather. I have a job, like a hospitality job. So I'm earning money. There's no real stress right now. And I think that's what I need to learn to enjoy. But I don't know if you've also experienced the same thing. I think being in school in these hyper stressful environments and when you're applying for degrees with like really high grade boundaries and you're stressed about it or not really high grade boundaries but ground boundaries that are higher than what you can achieve so you're really pushing yourself constantly I think you learn to live in this hyper stressed state I think that's another thing that I've noticed about me I read this post and it said like if you're addicted to scrolling on Instagram which I know I have a tendency for that's why I have like limits with that app because I can just get a bit overwhelmed by it and it says it's because you're addicted to stress because you're addicted to a constantly changing environment and it kind of resonated with me because for so long I've always just done I've done GCSEs A-levels degree and now I'm kind of in this stage where I'm not stressed and for me it's not normal and I think I'm creating stress for myself I think I don't actually know what I want to do And so I'm creating all this stress. And in reality, there is no stress right now. Like, I've got a job. I'm happy. I'm healthy. All is fine. I have lovely friends. Life's going great. The weather is warm. A bit too warm currently. (laughs) But it's nice. And I think if you're also one of these people who likes to leapfrog across the pond, just keep going, constantly going, 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 when you find yourself in these moments of calm and stillness where there's not quite a next thing to jump to, it can be really overwhelming and really all-consuming and quite like you can't talk about anything else. I think it's really important to what I've started doing. It's just doing spider diagrams. So writing every option out that I could possibly want to do and then closing the book and trying to be present because if I try and leapfrog past this summer, ultimately everyone will leave in September and this time will end And I'll have spent it stressing about the next step rather than actually just enjoying what's happening now. So I think you really need to be careful to not get so all consumed in the grey area and just accept it as a kind of just a thing that just a chapter where you had to where you could do stuff that was just for you. You didn't have to think about the next step. You've got to remember you're only 20. 
or even if you're not 20, you're younger. And even if you're older than 20, you're, st- you're young, okay? You're allowed to explore things and you're allowed to not know what you're going to do next. I think that's something that I really struggle with, the not knowing. But you are allowed to know. You're allowed to have that freedom to do with what you want to do. I feel like I'm going on a ramble now, but I think you get the point. Enjoy the grey area. Stop putting pressure on yourself to jump to the next thing and just try and take some enjoyment out of not knowing what you're going to do and that's exciting I think so often we look at things as if it's a negative like oh there's nothing I want to do I have no idea which direction I'm going in it's kind of like a stress as if it's an inward thing when in reality as long as you're okay just okay there are so there's an abundance of opportunities out there. there are so many opportunities of what you could do you just need to look outwards and stop thinking that it's a you issue because it's not a you issue that you don't know what to do. You're only 20. You haven't experienced the world yet. Like, how are you meant to know? You've literally only been in school and then university. You've been in education. You haven't actually done any proper jobs yet. So you're not meant to know what you're meant to do yet. So it's okay to just go and experience things that might be totally unrelated to the field that you want to go into. It might have absolutely nothing to do with what you end up doing and that's okay because on top of it just being a really good experience you'll gain things from that that you wouldn't have gained elsewhere like each job has a certain skill that you're going to learn how to do which you wouldn't have learned any other way like everyone hospitality massively improves your communication skills and your interpersonal skills working individually improves your ability to work alone your timekeeping your task management No matter what you do, you're always going to be able to spin it into something that can help you along the way. So nothing is a wasted opportunity. Nothing's wasted time. You just have to make sure that the thing you're doing makes you excited. I think that's the thing that I'm focusing on now. Is the thing that I'm doing, is it making me excited and want to to do this? Am I proud of myself for doing this? Is future me going to be excited by it? Am I excited by it right now? I think that's another thing that I've been struggling with. Like applying for things and checking in with myself, checking that I actually want to do them, not that I'm just really proud to say that I'm doing it, which is quite an exposing statement to say. But it's true. I think society right now is so vain, so... Maybe vain is the wrong word to describe it, but with Instagram, you're constantly updating what you're doing. And I was really proud to be able to say what I was doing because I was impressed with myself for doing it. I was really proud of it. But the reality was that I didn't want to do it. I was just proud of myself for saying that I was doing it. And the reality is everyone who I tell, they'll only be excited and impressed by it for about five minutes and then it will pass but I will be in that job for two years and my like longing to do something if for else will not pass. And I think that's another thing you've also got to ask yourself, along with checking you're doing it out of a fear that nothing else is going to come along. Also, uh, do you want to do this or are you just enjoying saying that you're going to do it and the reaction that you're getting from people, which is a bit of a hard truth. It's a bit of a tough love, but it's true, I think you need to check that with yourself because you're the only one that's going to get hurt by it. No one else is going to care. No one else. People couldn't care less what you do. Really, everyone is just in their own little lives, having their own stresses that you are. 
So you need to make sure that you're doing it for you and not for anyone else. I mean, I appreciate sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do. Sometimes you have to take that job and sometimes you have to work those extra hours because you need the money. But ultimately, that's because the end goal is something that you really want. So it kind of manifests into being something that you actually want to do. It's when you're doing something that you really have, you really just don't want to do at all. I think you should really listen to your gut in those situations about when you're jumping to the next thing. What's your gut telling you to do? Because I think especially when you're 20, you have the freedom to explore different things. So you don't always need to listen to your head. and You don't always need to be logical about these things. But then I also know that moving home after university poses its own challenges. Sometimes you want to be able to move out and you need to pick the next job or you need to start the next thing because moving home after university is tough. Like I think... I was going to say it's not widely spoken about. It is massively spoken about. And that's because it is, it's hard. I feel like I've had a weird adjustment to it because I kind of adjusted to it last year. Um, in the first pandemic, I've, so I've just kind of mainly been at home. So it hasn't been too much of a massive jump into it from me because we've been living in this lockdown world for so long. I've become quite used to being at home. But it is strange. Like it is when you go away and you go stay at friends' houses and or my boyfriend lives in Manchester, so when we go and stay at his house in there, it's just kind of increased, like, independence that you don't realise you're missing out on. And I think I will get to a point when I'm in this grey area and I'm still living at home where I'll start craving that. But that, when I pick the next step because of that, I think that would be because I'd be excited to do something rather than it's missing out. Like it would be coming from a place of, oh, there's so many opportunities that I want to take rather than there's so many opportunities that I'm taking and everyone else is doing them and I'm not doing them, which is what the jobs that I was applying for now were coming from. But living at home is hard. And I've come up with some pieces of advice to anyone who's struggling with it because it is tricky because all of a sudden your independence is going to be stripped away from you and you can't be as selfish in what you want to do anymore you have to take into consideration your family and what you're doing at home which when you're at university you're really just suing yourself really like especially with online university you could do it whenever you wanted you could do anything whenever you wanted and I found that I think the hardest thing about coming home is the lack of being totally able to suit yourself now so I think the biggest ways to make the adjustment easier is accepting that you cannot fully suit yourself but the more you kind of put effort into being at home whether that be do certain amount of cleaning around the house or you go and do the food shop once a week or you kind of chip in your family will also respect that you want to do some stuff on your own it's more of a give and take relationship like you can't expect to take all of the um you can't expect to take and be on your own all the time and everything to suit you without them feeling off with you because if you had a housemate who was doing that and you were all having I don't know movie nights each night or something like that and they were just, to- they were one of your best friends, but all of a sudden they started being off with you and they weren't spending much time with you, you'd probably pe- feel a bit put out. Like your family will be excited to have you home. It's been a rough few years, so they'll be excited to have another person in the house and to spend time with you. And I think if you start seeing it more as like a give or take, the more you give, the more you can take. And think that's a more healthier way of understanding that and also setting boundaries simple things like 
knocking on every door before you go in to show that's something that you want to do, like you want to happen, a bit more privacy, because I know it, it is something that's trickier. Obviously, at university, that's something you do all the time anyway. It's so natural. But when you're at home, because you've, you've obviously they're your parents, it might not be something that's so common. So little things like that, I think, can make the adjustment and smoother a lot easier and smoother and make it a more enjoyable experience for both of you because they will also be finding it different having someone else in the house again so I think that whole give and take and just kind of taking enjoying being at home for the time being because I was thinking about it and I don't think this will probably be the last prolonged time at home that I properly properly have especially if you're so for me in September all of my siblings will leave home well, some of them will. And it'll just mean that there's less people in the house or I'll probably get to spend some more time with my parents alone, which will probably never happen again, realistically. Not living at home, living where I am now. So I think trying to find the positives of the experience and appreciating how this experience is probably never going to happen again. And in that way, you can kind of find more enjoyment out of it. I think that's been a thing that's helping me right now, adjusting to not knowing what I'm going to do next whilst living at home, because it can feel like you might live at home forever. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just know for me, it's not what I want to do. And it can kind of get feeling like you're trapped. Whereas if you realise you're not trapped, you're just working out your next stage. And as soon as you work out your next stage, you'll be gone. Kind of take for granted, you'll kind of appreciate a lot more being at home and being with your parents. So I think... That rounds off today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. I think the key takeaway from the entire episode have been, it's okay not to know what you're doing. It's okay to be in the grey area. But when you're in the grey area and you're wanting to get out of it, I think it's really important to pick things out of an excitement for that opportunity rather than the fear of the opportunity passing. And I think it's okay not to know what you're going to do next. People are going to ask you because they're excited for you because they remember that time in their lives where there were so many opportunities for them and the world was so big. But them asking you is not them putting pressure on you. It's just them being invested and interested and wanting to hear about what you're going to do next. And I think it's okay to say, I'm not really sure, but I'm really interested in this at the moment. So that's what I'm exploring. And saying something like that will make, I think, the question easier to answer. And also in your head, it'll make it easier to adjust to the idea of not knowing what you're going to do next. But anyway, I hope you found this episode interesting. Thank you for lasting till the end of the episode for getting to this point. Um, If you have any questions, feedback, comments, please message me on the Instagram account. That's you've got mail underscore pod. And you'll find updates about the podcast there. Thank you and see you next week. (laughs) 